Hello and good resting cycle, Milky Way listeners. Recording from the Ice Cream Nebula Recreation Station. This is Space Cat Coco, and you are listening to Sleepy Reads. To help with focus, sleep, and relaxation for Earth humans, I create audio logs of handbooks, manuals, and how-to books from Vintage Earth in a peaceful voice. All in the Milky Way are welcome to listen. It has been a few Vintage Earth weeks since I have moved onto the Ice Cream Nebula Rex Station. This station is fairly large and has multiple spiral corridors and decks. Today is the first day that I did not get lost. It helped that I avoided any area with the spirals. I always get turned around in those sections and end up clear at the opposite end of where I want to go. So far, adapting to living on this station has been pretty easy. Well, other than getting lost. Now, it is time for me to record the audio log for this sleep cycle. Check with your Sustu for past audio logs. Transcripts and more information can be found on spicyponydesign.com. And now, it is time for Cigar Box Dioramas, a how-to-do-it handbook by Arminta Neal. Copyright Vintage Earth Year 1958. You will need cigar boxes, scissors, small exacto knife with number 11 blades, Tritix rubber cement, Elmer's glue, black construction paper, index cards, or similar weight cardboard, paper clips, small palette knife or spatula, spray cans of paint, black rubber base paint, piece of plate glass about 12 inch square. In addition, you are apt to need Pliobond cement, manufactured by Goodyear, tooling aluminum or copper from craft or hobby shops, balsa wood in half inch and one inch thick boards or slabs of styrofoam plastic, balsa wood from hobby shops, styrofoam from florist, 10 cent stores, or insulation companies. Assorted twigs and dried weeds collected in the fall. Sawdust sifted into fine, medium, and coarse grades. Writ or Tintex dye, greens and browns. Lichen from model railroad shops, gravel, and fine sand. Nut picks, leather modeling tools, dental tools, etc. Assorted jars with lids, cans, other mixing containers. Paper mache mix, explained in text. Model kits, novelties, souvenirs, postcards, etc. Box preparation and background. 
The box can be designed with the lid to open up, down, or to one side. The main label is pasted inside the lid. Illustration 2 The box is painted on the outside either with any of the rubber-based latex paints or with paint from a spray can. The inside of the box is given one or two coats of the black latex paint. Other flat black paints may also be used. Be very sure to wash any brushes that are used with the latex paint very soon after use. Use warm water and bar soap, such as ivory. Once the rubber-based paint hardens, there is little that can be done to restore the bristles. A piece of black construction paper is cut to fit the box interior in a curve from one side to the other. The magazine picture or large postcard you are using for a background is pasted to the construction paper using Tritix rubber cement. Then this curved paper is pasted to the box. Illustration 3 Foreground blocks and figures. If it is desired, a foreground base can be made with a block of balsa wood or a piece of styrofoam plastic. The material is carved to blend in surface contours with the background picture. If the background picture has land with uneven contours, with hills or bluffs, it will be best to carve the block with a slope down away from the front of the box. Illustration 4 If the background picture shows a low, level, flat area, the foreground block should be carved sloping up at the back. Illustration 5 If a flat base is desired, Elmer's glue is brushed on the bottom inside of the box and sand, gravel, dyed sawdust, or other texture is sprinkled on the wet glue after the figures are glued in place. Illustration 6 The foreground is made from cutout pictures or from figures and accessories from hobby shops, 10 cent stores, or other sources. There are two methods of using magazine pictures for the foreground figures. One, paste the pictures to the index cards or cardboard of similar weight. Use Tritix cement. Put the picture face down on scrap paper. Brush or spread a thin but complete coat of Tritix on the back of the picture. Work from the center out in radiating strokes. Illustration 7 Turning the picture over, place the center of the picture down on the cardboard. Smooth down from the center out. Place piece of waxed or scrap paper over picture. Roll down with a linoleum brayer or rolling pin. This helps to remove all air bubbles. Illustration 8 Let cement dry completely before trimming picture. 
when the excess rubber cement squeezed out on the scrap paper has changed from milky white to a translucent material, the cement on the picture will be dry. Cutting against the plate glass, trim out the parts of the picture needed with the X-Acto knife. Cutting against the glass produces a cleaner edge than against a different surface. If your foreground is the flat side of the box, without carved balsa or styrofoam block, leave tabs on the bottoms of the trimmed figures. Fold these tabs back and glue to base. Illustration 9 If your foreground is of carved balsa or styrofoam, Trim out figure completely, then glue supporting wire to the back. Straightened paper clips may be used, being glued down with Elmer's glue. Let about half inch of wire extend from bottom of figure. When glue is dry, force wire into base. Illustration 10 Two, the second method of using pictures is to glue the picture to a piece of lightweight tooling, aluminum, or copper, about 32 ounce weight. Brush pliobond on the back of the picture. Smooth picture on aluminum or copper. Press out all air bubbles. The pliobond holds immediately. There is no need to wait. Use scissors to cut out the picture. Manicure scissors will help in small areas. Narrow strips, such as the legs of animals, will curl, but the pliobond will hold the paper tight and the metal can be straightened. Fold a rag or smooth finish hand towel, not terry cloth, into a soft pad. Place trim picture face down on pad. Using a dental tool, rounded end of a nut pick, leather modeling tools, or similar equipment, work the metal into a rounded form. Tool in the same manner as in regular copper work. Illustration 11 When completely tooled, the figure will have an appearance similar to that of a bas relief. Again, the figures are reinforced with wire glued to the back using pliobond. As with the cardboard-backed figures, the wire should extend about one-half of an inch from the bottom of the figure. The figure is fastened in the same manner by forcing the wire into the base block. Illustration 12 If the foreground figure does not stand higher, then the cigar box is deep. It may be placed on the lid of the box and the background material carefully located so that the lid will still close. Illustration 13 Accessories Ground All ground has texture, whether it is a pine needle, blanketed slope, or an asphalt pavement. The surface beneath our feet looks nothing at all, as does a painted surface. So it is that one of the most important points to remember in creating an illusion of reality and depth in a diorama 
whether it is a cigar box or department store window size, is to create an appropriate foreground texture. The balsa wood or styrofoam block you may have used in your foreground provides the main shape and bulk of that foreground. A good paper mache mix can be made by mixing equal parts of plaster of Paris, yellow dextrin, and powdered asbestos. The plaster and asbestos can be found in building supply stores, and the yellow dextrin at the chemical supply houses. Denver Fire Clay has the yellow dextrin in Denver. Put these three dry ingredients in a jar and shake them until they are well distributed. The mix can be stored dry. To use, add water to the dry mix to the consistency of putty or a very thick paste, mixing just enough to use at one time. The mache will form a skin on the surface in about an hour, but can be pushed and modeled somewhat longer. It will dry to a rock-like hardness overnight. If you plan to build up much thickness, it is best to do it in several thin layers. Let each layer dry before adding the next. The mache mix is spread over the balsa wood or styrofoam block with the palette knife or flexible spatula to a thickness of no more than 1 16th of an inch. If the mix sticks to the palette knife or to your fingers, moisten the knife just a little and the material will not stick. The mache can be used to make a smooth joint between the foreground block that slopes up at the back and the picture background. Try to make this joint a smooth curve, not a sharp angle. Illustration 14. Mache Mix Cliff faces and large rocks or formations, such as those in a moonscape, can be carved from styrofoam chunks. The blocks or chunks are fastened together by using wooden toothpicks and Elmer's glue. The complete foreground is then covered with a layer of paper mache mix to hide the obvious plastic texture. Again, Elmer's glue is brushed on and the rocks are given a texture with fine sawdust or sand. Illustration 15 Background of Moonscape Cut from Book Jacket Styrofoam carved into rock form Bottom smeared with Elmer's glue Toothpick forced into base Styrofoam base Another type of cliff face with a carved cave opening for bears, prehistoric cave dwellers, etc., is made in the same way. In mounting, the background picture is curved on just one side and the carved cliff face occupies the full depth of the cigar box on the side opposite the curve. Illustration 16 The same covering of mache, glue, and texture finishes this foreground. Illustration 17 If grass-like weeds or plants are to be shown in the foreground, they can be made of hemp rope cut 
and pushed into the wet mache mix. Dye the hemp green with writ or tintex before using. The adhesive quality of the mix will hold the strand securely. When the mache mix has dried to a rock hardness, the ground is painted with a thick coat of Elmer's glue and sprinkled with a generous layer of varying textures and colors. Very fine sawdust already dyed a bright green is available at model railroad shops as model railroad grass. If you prefer a less brilliant color, you may dye sawdust with the writ or tintex. Illustration 18 Take two one-pound coffee cans, punch holes in the bottom of one with a hammer and nail. Hold the coffee can against a scrap of two-inch by four-inch wood when you punch the holes. Set up the cans, the sieve on top. Fill the top can about half full of sawdust. Heat two or three cups of water to boiling point. Drop in dye tablet or powder and let it dissolve. Pour a hot dye over sawdust. The dye can be poured through the sawdust as many times as is necessary to get the depth of color desired. Spread wet sawdust out on newspapers to dry. It is a good idea to dye several batches with different greens and browns and to sift the dried sawdust through a piece of window screen, then a kitchen sieve to get fine, medium, and coarse grades. A different texture can be made by grinding up a one-fourth of an inch wooden dowel available at hardware stores or lumber companies in a clean pencil sharpener. When you glue the sawdust or fine sand or any other texture to the base, vary the color and the texture. Use some light green and some dark and add a little brown or tan of a finer texture than the green to resemble dirt showing through the grass. Gravel ranging from BB shot to garden pea size can be used for larger rocks. It is also a good idea to use coarse textures near the front of the box. Fine textures at the rear to approximate a correct textural perspective. The most important thing to do in putting in this dirt and grass covering is to observe nature itself as closely as it is possible seeing just how patches of vegetation grow, whether slopes are bare and what the mosaic of dirt and greenness is. The foreground will look natural only if it is based on observed knowledge of the actual relationships in nature. Illustration 19 And now, the interlude. Moondauber Delights presents Deviled Steak Ingredients Beef arm steak cut one inch thick One-fourth cup flour Two tablespoons lard or drippings One large onion sliced One teaspoon dry mustard 
one eighth teaspoon paprika, one teaspoon salt, one eighth teaspoon pepper, three tablespoons vinegar, one cup hot water. Cut steak into individual servings. Dredge steak with flour and brown both sides in lard or drippings. Place sliced onion over meat. Add seasonings, vinegar, and water. Cover closely and cook in a slow oven, 300 degrees Fahrenheit, for about one hour or until tender. Thicken the remaining liquid for gravy. Six servings. This recipe was found in Let's Cook Meat. And now, the conclusion of Cigar Box Diorama. Brushes and Shrubs Brushes and shrubs can be made with the previously described hemp method and by using lichen from model railroad shops, dried weeds, and twigs. Fern-like material, actually a kind of seaweed, usually sold at Christmas time by 10 cent stores by using cut paper and any other material that appears appropriate. Sponges are not recommended. Somehow, they always resemble nothing but sponges. Lichen can be torn into little clumps and fastened to the base with Elmer's glue. Dried weeds and twigs can be dipped in Elmer's glue, then sprinkled with or dipped into the dyed sawdust to get a different texture in a bush. If you have cut tiny scraps of colored paper, these can be spotted on the lichen or dried weed bushes to resemble flowers. A toothpick will help to put just one drop of glue on the brush and the same glue dip toothpick will then pick up the fleck of color to put it in place. Unprinted newspaper available in pads from art supply stores can be used to make the spears at the base of a yucca tree. Cut a strip of unprinted newspaper slash it. Illustration 20. Roll up strip tightly and spread Elmer's glue along bottom of strip as you roll. Bend outer layers down to make proper shape. Illustration 21. Prickly pear cactus can be made with pipe cleaners bent into correct outline, tied with thread, then the outlines filled in with the paper mache mix. Illustration 22 Ferns and Palms Ferns and palms are made by gluing a wire. Get a spool of 22 or 23 gauge wire from a hardware store between two lengths of gummed paper tape. Let wire extend beyond paper tape for length of stem or trunk, plus the usual one half of an inch for pushing into the base. Illustration 23 Bend paper over, trim, then slash. Make several, then twist wire stems together. Illustration 24 Paint fronds with poster color, watercolor, 
or latex white with Cassian colors. Illustration 25 If fiddle necks are required, they can be made from pipe cleaners and twisted in with the wire stems of the fronds. Illustration 26 Crepe paper Trunk can be padded with cotton. Wrap stems with one-fourth of an inch or one-half of an inch strip of brown crepe paper. Cut across grain of package and fasten with library paste or Elmer's glue. Bend wire fronds into proper shape. Drill or punch hole in base. Smear base of tree and hole with Elmer's glue. Mount tree in place. Glue dirt or grass in place at base of tree. Illustration 27. Water. A quiet pond may be made with a mirror. Glue the mirror to the cigar box before installing anything else. Glue in the background picture next, then carve chunks of styrofoam for the remaining foreground. Slope shores down toward mirror pond. Let the edges of the styrofoam cover edges of mirror, making an irregular shape for the pond. Glue styrofoam in place with Elmer's. For added realism, ripples may be added to the mirror surface using clear varnish and oil paints. Mix a tiny bit of Prussian or Thalo blue with some clear varnish. Use just enough to tint the varnish. Flow varnish on surface of mirror to a depth of about 1 32nd of an inch. Before varnish is completely dry, use an empty flick gun to pump air over the surface. This air will form ripples which, as the varnish dries, will remain on the surface. It may be necessary to repeat the air pumping a few times before the varnish surface hardens. Illustration 28 A stream can be made using broken glass and some Ducco or Tester's airplane cement. The light blue glass from broken telephone line insulators light blue Mexican glass, or other glass of a light blue color may be used. Put the glass in a paper sack, and then put that sack into two more sacks. Put the sacks on a solid surface and break the glass into small pieces by hitting the sack with a hammer. Make your foreground with styrofoam or balsa wood chunks, covering the material with the paper mache mix and working out modeling the stream bed with the mix. Let the mache harden before completing the stream. While the mix is still soft, push in weeds, cattails, any correct streamside plants, making them from hemp rope or from other previously described materials. Illustration 29 Rope strands dipped in glue or plaster for cattails. Rocks placed in dry stream bed. When the stream bed is hard, Paint the bottom with a blue paint. Lighten this blue color as you paint from the bottom toward the sides. Along the banks of the stream, paint in a light brown color.
Let the paint dry completely. Squirt a small amount of duco or testers along the stream bottom. Sprinkle pieces of glass thickly and glue before the glue sets. Push the glass into the glue to be sure it is well anchored. Squirt more cement over top of glass until top surface looks the same as a stream surface. Again, follow nature as closely as possible. Base your stream direction, flow, eddies, and riffles on observed knowledge. Mix a little talcum powder and some of the glue and stir quickly and hard to get a froth. Use this white, frothy material along the part of the stream surface that would be frothy. If you want the water to be breaking over boulders in the stream bed, place pea-side gravel pebbles in the stream bed at the same time you place the glass fragments. Another method for a stream uses aluminum foil and light blue cellophane. Using ordinary household aluminum foil, tear off enough to cover the bottom of your stream area. Crumple the foil tightly, then smooth it out and glue to the base with deco. Testers or plyo bond. Cut a piece of blue-green cellophane to fit over the foil. Crumple the cellophane tightly, then smooth out. Glue the cellophane to the foil with deco or testers. Finish both of the above stream methods by painting Elmer's glue along the banks and shore, covering the edge of the water area, then sprinkle with sand, sawdust, or other texture, and complete the vegetation as previously described. Larger displays. Most of the methods used in making the cigar box exhibits can be used in preparing larger displays, but the immediate problem presented is that of the setting. Since there are no standard size boxes of the correct proportions into which to put your foreground material, this is easily solved. Use Elmer's glue and carpet tacks to fasten a piece of pebble board, mat board, or poster board to two one inch by one and one half of an inch wood supports. Illustration 30. Pebble board one and one half of an inch one inch. Illustration 31. Nail on top and bottom wooden one inch by one and one half of an inch braces to give the curve to the background. Poke, pull, and bend window screen to form main contours of base. Illustration 32. Drill pairs of holes around pebble board background. Push hairpin-shaped wire, stovepipe wire, or finer through screen, through holes, twist tightly and back with pliers. Spread paper mache mix over window screen with palette knife or spatula. Dry tempura pigments may be mixed very sparingly with mache to give a basic ground color. Smooth joint between screen and background into a curve, not 
a sharp angle. Illustration 33. Plant hemp bushes in wet mache if desired. Illustration 34. Background shaded dark top to light bottom. Base shaded dark front to light back. Pebble board front. Mix three sky blues from town's gold bond latex blue and a latex white. Paint dark at the top, blend medium in the middle, light at bottom, blending almost to white at the horizon. Use a soft one inch brush. Do not be afraid to blend. Cut and glue a piece of pebble board to fit between the bottom of contoured foreground and base. Use Elmer's glue. Mix three browns for ground color. Use burnt umber, cashin tube color with latex white. Paint dark at front of foreground. Blend through medium to very light at the background. When paint dries, proceed as with cigar box, spreading foreground surface with a thick coat of Elmer's glue, sprinkling on dyed sawdust, sand, gravel, etc. Brushes and shrubs are made the same way, with lichen, weeds, and other materials. Trees Autumn and winter trees are made from dried twigs and weeds. Leafed out trees are made from clothesline wire and lichen. Twist wire into tree skeleton shapes. See art books on how to draw trees for different tree skeletons and silhouettes. Cover wire trunk with paper mache mix and model to resemble bark. Tear off small clumps of lichen and glue to wire branches with Elmer's glue. Drape some pieces over several branches. Illustration 35 Base Drill hole in base. Glue tree in place. Use paper mache to build up base of tree and to model exposed roots. Illustration 36 Bottle brush tree, plastic tree kit, evergreen trees. Small trees in the distance can be made by trimming bottle or test tube brushes into the proper shape. Dip tree in green enamel paint, then sprinkle dyed sawdust on wet paint or shake paint wet tree in jar with dyed sawdust. Use paper mache mix to build proper trunk texture. Medium-sized trees can be made from an excellent tree kit manufactured by Aurora Plastics Company of West Hempstead, New York, and available at most model railroad shops. This kit contains graduated sections that are stacked together and glued. It will help to touch up and vary the color. Oil paints will stick to the plastic. These trees are glued to your base with plyo bond. Large evergreens can be made from golden yarrow gathered in fall and winter. The stalks are dyed a deep green and permitted to dry. 
Illustration 37 20 gauge wire Branches wired together Use weldwood contact cement to glue a small diameter wire to underside of twig. Use tube to spread cement along twig. Hold wire with spring clothespin and run full length of wire into tube. Let cement dry for about 15 minutes. Then press wire to underside of twig. Bend wire and stem into desired position. Use fine wire to fasten several twigs together into branches. Using a wooden dowel at least one-fourth of an inch in diameter, get at hardware store up to three foot long. Drill small holes through from different angles. Then, by whittling or sanding, paper the dowel. Poke wire wrap branch ends into holes. Anchor with plyo bond. Let dry, then trim excess branch lengths from opposite side of trunk. Use paper mache mix to cover wooden dowel, shape, and thicken branches and trunk, and model branch joints. Paint the paper mache with watercolors, poster colors, or latex white with cashin temperas. Illustration 38 Use paper mache to model roots. Smoke. Smoke is made by spraying a wisp of cotton with clear Krylon. This clear plastic in a spray can is obtained from nearly any art supply house and, at most, hardware stores. Draw out the cotton into a smoke-shaped wisp. Spray gently with the Krylon and set shape, then spray again to strengthen. The cotton may be drawn out even more after the Krylon has set. Snow Snow can be indicated by using styrofoam and not coating it with the paper mache mix. A finer textured snow is made by spraying the Christmas spray can snow over the mottled paper mache base and adding sparkle by gluing specks of salt in place. The spray can snow is a good material to use in putting snow on tree branches. One last minute tip. When you use a brush with a Tritix rubber cement, Soap the bristles thoroughly before using. Get the brush wet, then scrub up a good lather with ivory or similar bar soap. Squeeze most of the lather out of the brush, but do not wash it out. Then, in its lathered state, use the brush with the tritix. Wash it out immediately after use. The soap remaining in the brush during the gluing process will make the brush easy to clean. A final word. Remember always that it is not necessary for a person to have trained artistic ability to produce interesting exhibits. Imagination and the ability to try something new are only the requirements. Materials can be found, sometimes in most unlikely spots, aquarium supply stores, novelty shops. Once one has become conscious of the possibilities, miniature things leap into view from the store shelves, and whole forests of trees can be seen in a weed.
cigar box dioramas. These little displays can be used in many ways. They are simple enough that a child can make them effective enough to stimulate interest in the subject portrayed. They can be made by the teacher and used to spark interest in new units or made by the students as projects for the unit. They are useful as follow-up projects after a field trip to a museum, industry, or other place of interest. One need not be an artist to create interesting and acceptable displays. There are many items available from novelty stores, souvenir counters, or 10-cent stores, which can be adapted to use in the cigar boxes. Pictures clipped from magazines can be used for backgrounds, as can the large picture postcards now found nearly everywhere. The person who exercises imagination, seeing spaceships and plastic hair curlers and rocket ships and metal pencil protectors, will enjoy making the exhibits and will be able to share the creative experience with others. That is the end of Cigar Box Dioramas, a how-to-do-it handbook. The simulator units on deck 21 and 22 have programs to make your own cigar box diorama. The fun thing with these programs is that you can make them anywhere. I made mine in a woods next to a little creek. You can also select random places like on top of a cliff or outside on the surface of an asteroid. Pretty much anywhere you can think of, the simulators can create the perfect backdrop for you. That is all for tonight. Good night, Milky Way listeners. Rest well in your space and ignore all piles of socks. Thank you for listening. You can find Sleepy Reads in your favorite podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sleepy Reads is produced by Spicy Pony Design. For more information and transcripts, go to spicyponydesign.com.